Good morning, Toby and Merrill. Hi, can I speak to Kim, please? Uh, hold for one moment, please. Thank you. Toby and Merrill, this is Kim. How can I help you? Kim, it's Joey Jingola. Oh, how are you? Good. Hey, I was like, who is Kent, Ohio? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. starting tomorrow is we're redoing our website, which I'm very excited about. And this might sound bad, but to make it not insurancy, because <laughs> I feel like you go to a lot of independent agents and we all use the same person, so they all look the same. So trying to change that up. We do like to use the same people. That was my good, good friend, Kim Wood of Toby and Merrill Insurance in Hampton, New Hampshire. And there's so much good and interesting things here in this clip, in this upcoming episode here. I there, There's a little bit of contradiction, though, so that'll be happening. But yes, um, there's the uh, one, there's like a couple versions, iterations of insurance websites, right? There's the, uh, you know, this was what we were told a website was supposed to be 15 or 20 years ago. We've still got some holding over, just kind of holding their ground saying, yeah, we're not ready to leave yet. We're still going to hang out. Just just don't worry about it. Just don't mind us. We're just gonna have a good time by ourselves. There's yes, there's certainly some of those. Then there's the well, some people figured out a way to make a decent website and, and kind of sell it to a bunch of agents and, and yeah, so there's there's a little bit of that happening. That's not necessarily a bad thing because uh, here's the thing, most insurance consumers are not looking at a um, hundred independent agent websites. So that's, while it might be apparent to you, it might be something that feels maybe more magnified than it necessarily is. Uh, again, I can understand the need, the desire to want something a little more, maybe custom, but it's not something that, again, thinking about that consumer that's, you know, yeah, they're looking for insurance and, and they're going to check the people in your town. Again, maybe a handful of different people that pop up throughout the state, depending on what they're looking for. But the odds of that person running into something that looks the same or is a templated site from a, you know, well-known provider, again, very minimal. So I don't know that I would go out of my way to necessarily make that a thing. I would, however, if you're looking for, uh, you know, communicating a branded message, like, you know, communicating a brand and building a brand, that's a little bit different than, than maybe necessarily just a straight website redesign. So those, those, those are really two separate conversations in some aspects to where you can rebrand the agency and then also redesign the website. Those two things are not necessarily linked and tied together of course they happen often very often at the same time and it, it becomes an easy easy conversation to have but i can report i guess i should report back that uh, yes uh this conversation obviously was recorded uh, close to a year ago yes the new toby and is live it has been redesigned from what uh, if my memory serves it looks good and it does not look as you know stock insurance as you might imagine so go check that out go see what what kim's been working on um but, you know, there is there is one thing and I, I'm not uh, so there is one thing that can sometimes and while I appreciate the ambition and completely also agree with the sentiment, it can sometimes maybe go awry if you're not on top of it, if you don't 
you know, again, pay enough attention to what's happening. When you make this attempt to, again, not make it insurancy, because while we have our faults for who we are, just because somebody is young and maybe local doesn't necessarily know what's right and what works for you. I'm starting tomorrow and it's actually with a, a local company and with people that are young. So kind of getting kind of out of the box ideas, not really working with someone that is purely in the insurance industry to, to help those leads come in. So much I agree with and disagree with all within a 15 second span. And it's not even, I don't want to go like off the deep end here. I'm not saying like I'm like vehemently just, you know, storming the, the gates of like disagreement that this is a absurd, preposterous. How could anybody possibly have this opinion? So two things. I, I think I've been on record a couple of different times of on, on the local website person. And this is one of the the first things that I would I would caution against the this is the the BNI the chamber kind of situation where hey there's a guy down the street that does websites and we're going to you know reciprocate business to them because they maybe gave us a referral one time and I tell you what that's fantastic I appreciate that however um that one person that you helped with that one policy is not going to be something that reflects like your business in its entirety for everybody to see on the internet. So it's not quite the same thing. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm being a little bit of a diva here, so bear with me. I guess my point is, is just want to make sure that, yeah, being local is great. It's going to give you a, a little bit more of a ability to, again, work within that community. They might understand, you know, again, the people in that community better than somebody else. Um, but at the same time, I, I wouldn't go out of my way to necessarily do that. Go with the best person always, always, always on the website uh, for any of that stuff, just because it's too important to get wrong, to, to again, um, to really allow somebody that, that might not be at the top of their game, at the top of their field, to handle it. And, and where proximity and geography really are very rarely in the equation. Now here's where things also here's where things get interesting and I agree with the fact of hey, outside the box, fantastic, nothing to do with insurance, great because there's a lot of fresh set of eyes assuming they're approaching it with a very specific mindset to where you know, it can, you don't want the, just the hot, trendy sort of young buck sort of coming in saying, hey, this is what's happening because, you know, whatever lingo they're going to toss around that might not necessarily apply. Again, website designs are pretty straightforward, but when it comes to down to it at the end of the day, and this is where, you know, I think a lot of people can, can sometimes get sidetracked when it comes to the website is the website's primary goal. Um, yes, you want it to communicate who you are, what you do, your brand, tell that story. But at the end of the day, it's to attract and drive and convert new business. It's a new business tool, right? This is a this is your ultimate prospecting machine that never stops and never sleeps. And that is what you want it to be the best at. And that's one thing that I think does get overlooked. And it's really one of the last questions asked. And and you, you really want to focus on that conversion process. Uh, you want your website to convert better than anything else. You want it to obviously attract people, eyeballs to it, but then it also has 
to convert. And I'm ranting here a little bit, but I do think it's important, right? And just because somebody is um, outside of the insurance industry, they may or may not have that focus. So whether or not they have insurance experience or not, I would want to ask, do they have conversion experience? Do they have, again, you know, customer uh, interface, a UX, the, you know, designing that interface that is going to allow that website to navigate and function the most effective way possible for the information that you're trying to provide. Those are the sort of things, you know, if you really want to get down to it, as far as like heat mapping and all those fun things, are they equipped to do that? Are they just saying, yeah, you know, I think this thing should be green and over here. And because that's, you know, what somebody told me in a blog post 10 years ago, that's just some stuff to, to kind of keep in mind. And, and again, I'm ranting, but I do think it's important because you're only going to do this thing once every five, 10, maybe 15 years at eh, 10. I don't know. There's a refresh in there, but I mean, a website redesign is good every, uh, you know, a couple years. Uh, again, if you're playing in the big leagues, you can, you know, technically, you know, if, if you're dealing with big time companies, they're going to redesign their site multiple times throughout the year, just in small increments, not like wholesale, like completely redesigns. But because insurance websites, as Kim mentioned in the beginning, tend to possibly either be outdated or uh, a little too familiar, um, those are problems that are being corrected for and sometimes overcompensated with. Not necessarily a terrible thing, but the best part about this is, is that when you are able to prove that difference, it makes it easier for people to want to send you their business. I started doing Facebook a lot and just getting more into the video, which I do here and there. I go to a lot of networking events for young adults. So I started doing that and doing video proposals and kind of doing a, a lot of kind of different things to show them what I can do and why I'm different. So I'm meeting a lot of realtors so they kind of know the experience for their younger clients. So they're kind of sending them to me instead of someone who's been here around 20, 30 years. <laughs> so a lot of ideas, and I'm just trying to do them one at a time <laughs> so I don't go crazy. Maintaining sanity is a very real struggle. And Kim, I understand completely, but it sounds like, yeah, there's so many cool, amazing, different things that she's trying to throw in the mix, just really slowing it down and trying to do it one at a time. Now... All of those things are spectacular. All of those things are fantastic. Um, here's here's the one thing that is is the most truthful in that statement from Kim, and that's the fact that you know she's she's meeting with these mortgage brokers, these realtors that um, she's trying to show them the, the ways that they do things differently. Again, videos, video proposals. Uh, you know, again, focusing on some Facebook marketing. Those are ways that you're going to communicate differently than somebody that is um, you know, in the twilight of their career that might not necessarily be concerned with such shenanigans, tomfoolery, all of those things. And here's where things get even more real is you might find yourself in, you know, in a situation in legacy agencies, Kim being a fourth generation uh, insurance person here in this, in this agency, it becomes challenging to sometimes um, refer business within the agency, right? Because again, people, as Kim mentioned, that have been there 20 or 30 years, they're not, they're these mortgage brokers and real estate folks, they're trying, they're looking 
excuses. They're just begging and pleading for somebody to be able to handle their clients the way that they might expect to be handled today. And that's why, you know, Kim might be getting the business over somebody else. But then it becomes challenging when you, again, want to focus on a cross-sell. And this is where the cross-selling approach, if you have multiple agents working different lines of business within the agency, it's hard to sometimes refer based on that customer expectation. The people that you have been able to attract now by showing that difference becomes a challenging kind of transition uh, you know, sending them across the hall, if you will, down the hall, whatever, because business might not be able to be conducted in the same manner that Kim would possibly do that. Meaning there might not be any fancy videos. There might not be any video proposals explaining exactly the coverage that is in question. And there might not be any interaction on social platforms. And that's just, that's just kind of the start where that expectation has been set. And while it might seem minor to the overall sale of the policy, when it is apparent or when it is available in one wing of the agency and not in another, then again, it just becomes a hard recommendation because there's just, there's a communication breakdown just in, just not only in the actual, you know, way somebody's going to talk, but the mediums, right. And the overall process. So, this whole conversation from start to finish of, you know, wanting to be something more than, you know, what insurance has been traditionally imagined to be, to not be insurancy, as Kim put it, uh, but to also involve people that might have a, a slightly fresh perspective, but not misguided from the standpoint of, you know, driving business results, business objectives that are functional within an insurance environment are really paramount to the overall situation at hand. At the same time, though, every sort of, I guess, age level, that sounds terrible, let's not say that, every agent's personal customer experience ability uh, aside, it's something that needs to be considered, it needs to be addressed, it needs to be just on the top of your head, right? I'm sure, I'm sure this is, I'm, again, I'm not saying anything new. You, you are very aware of these situations, these problems, these concerns. I don't necessarily need to tell you this because the blood pressure going this early in the morning, you just might already know that. So I apologize. That's my fault. I really didn't mean to do that, but you get what I'm saying. And that is no matter what you, you want to, you want to focus on on doing things that might have a slightly different feel, communicating things in a slightly different way, um, and and approaching it from a perspective that might be outside of the box, from what the industry has conditioned consumers to expect. Because no matter what, at the end of the day, it's your job to effectively communicate this message in any way necessary to really show exactly who you are and why you can help do insurance a little different for them. All right, listen, fellas, ladies, I'm looking for a little solidarity at the moment, and I gotta just, I gotta be honest, how many times have you gotten a list to go to the store? And no matter what, your best efforts, how many times you read the thing, you're gonna forget something. And it's always, it's usually not the most important thing, but it's like maybe second or third. And sometimes catastrophic results 
won't happen due to this forgotten item. Like hand soap for your guest bathroom on the day of a birthday party. I'm not even really sure the complete magnitude of the fallout on that one. That's a whole nother. The point is, though, is that there are moments, there are just rare moments of sheer joy and just splendor that happen when these lists are given to you. And that is when you're given an item that you have basically been given an out. It's optional. It's if they don't have this specific configuration of this item, I don't want it. And then basically your brain, which is already going to probably forget it anyways, says, wow, I don't even really need to even try to remember this thing because I'm just going to say it's not there. And those are the best. That's a fantastic time in your life when you know that you have this wild card. It's like playing Uno. Hey, who knows what color it's going to be? You have so many choices. Was it there? Wasn't it there? I'm just, I'm asking. Or is this something that you struggle with as well as a human being? And lists, and reading, and the grocery store. All very common pedestrian things that apparently I can't handle. I'm just curious. Choiteagencynation.com. I know you've done it. I know you've done it, so don't lie to me. I know you've done it. <sighs> Anyways, uh, speaking of not forgetting things, Elevate 2019 is oh so rapidly approaching. We do still have just a few tickets left. Feel free, head on over to elevateconference.com or if you dare, reach out to me directly for a very special podcast listeners exclusive only deal. I've still only got a few left basically going to be handing out a handful of those um, per episode as we kind of wrap up and get closer to the event so head on over to elevateconference.com or reach out to me joeyagencynation.com hope to see you guys there march 24th 25th 26th new orleans louisiana it's going to be spectacular can't wait for it fantastic to get the whole crew back together and really just have a good amazing couple days uh, talking insurance hanging out with some of the best in the industry fantastic stuff Look forward to seeing you there.